it tastes sweeter in this town Could it be it's the same as the last? I swear I've seen your face elsewhere before Just as familiar as a bottle and a glass Hey darling, sleeping on the blacktop Hey darling, running through the trees, honey Hey darling, leaving for the next town Less than my set sketches up with me everybody welcome to the back 40 skull sessions podcast you are hearing us well not really live but pretty close to live for the first time in over a year i am shane poor here as always with christian gardner howdy howdy we are in the mountaineer outfitter studio we are recording today during business hours so if you hear a little background noise today that's why like that like that phones are not on silent that was mine very nice so <laughs> might as well start this thing off right way that's right but so we're still alive we're still kicking we're still recording and we're still videoing hunts and definitely filming a little crazy. bit of everything else we have a ton of stuff coming at you guys it is february 13th the day before valentine's day so happy valentine's day everybody you remember this is just gonna be a public service announcement that in nine months is the rut, so plan accordingly this Valentine's Day. That's right. Tomorrow little, is Valentine's Yeah, a little protection goes a long ways, guys. You you can either be wrapping up diapers or you can be wrapping your tag around a big buck's horn. So, or technically, as Melana's... Now, this is her words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what she said. It's still <laughs> early to hear that. I'm not so sure that that's going to be happening. Yeah, but, I'm sure once August rolls around, she's not going to be yeah, that, the same about that. She may change that tune a little bit, but we'll see yeah. how it goes. Yeah. Oh, I guess that's a podcast announcement i guess okay so i didn't really think about that <laughs> no but. well guys christian has some news i'll let you take it away on that one hey having a baby in august <laughs> in august <laughs> and as as what i was mentioning there melana was like you know as long as this baby's fairly quiet or if this is doable it ain't going to be cold in august she's dying to go on this velvet hunt oh yeah Tennessee yeah yeah in, in august i mean and she's die hard about it she's like if we can <laughs> if we can make it work we'll make it work and i'm like Okay, whatever you think. You gonna need I to ain't be gonna say no. <laughs> no, but you need to be saving some pennies to, for a daggum box stand. I'm afraid. Oh yeah, for sure. I ain't gonna be hunting out of the ground blind. Definitely not a tree stand. Obviously. But, no, no. But that's that's the word so far. But anyways. Well, anyways, guys, started off with a bang. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a new holler hunter coming to town. Yeah. And uh, we've added a couple of new holler hunters on my side as well. We'll get into that later, oh. but. We will uh, we'll save that, but yeah. So there's going to be some new faces. Um, probably not this season because I didn't do a whole lot of recording with her this season. Um, but next season for sure, and turkey oh, yes. hunting for sure, we're going to have some new faces coming. So a lot happening here um, since we last done a recording. We actually did a recording at the youth turkey hunt last year and, and lost it. Completely gone. Yeah, so... Uh, and then between everybody being just absolutely slam busy and this, that, and the other, and whatever you want to say, it just to have Bad, hasn't happened we don't have an excuse except for a ton of excuses so yeah but we're gonna get things back on track we've said that a million times but it's gonna start with the youtube show is yes. coming back finally it's it again we always i always keep saying finally this that and the other and it's always hoops to jump through but after a long long battle of legal work with music background music and then most currently our intro music yeah we finally got everything situated yep. that being said just to update unfortunately everybody knows the the cool intro song we've used the last two seasons uh, evil ways yeah awesome song and people related to that intro you know put that song with us yeah yeah and 
it was awesome. I loved it, and unfortunately, the way the legal system works, this, that, and the other, we don't have $500 per episode to keep it, or $1,500 to throw at it every season going forward to keep it. So, we got everything settled where we can use it, or leave it as is for season one and two, but we have a new song, which is going to be by our buddy Aaron Walker. Yep, friend uh, of the show. Um, called... <coughs> What is the name of that called? Oh, We Live It Every Day. I was going to say, I, I don't know. I forgot. It's, it's called <laughs> We Live It Every Day. It's a awesome, like, rock country, hard-hitting song. Yeah, for sure. I think everybody's going to like it just as yeah. much as the first one, if not more. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be good. It's a great fit. Plus, we get to use all his music and a, a handful of other independent artists' music for background music, including yep. buddies like Adam Church, Hayden Kaufman, uh, Brian Martin, there, there's a handful that I got that's right there. The great artist, all yeah. new guys coming up, got a, that all have great followings. Yeah. Um, and if you're listen, if you're one of the guys we're using your music, and I forgot your name off the top of my head, I apologize, but I will recognize you here shortly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yep. but yeah, we've got great music coming forward for you know moving forward with the show. With the show, yeah. And that being said, we this song I was talking about that we're going to use for intro hasn't been released yet. It will be released on February 28th. And there's obviously legal workings there, but for, for yeah. Aaron and stuff that he has to go through. But he will be releasing that song on February 28th at midnight, and we will have episodes that day. Dropping that We've day. Got, We're waiting for him to release the song before we can put our stuff on YouTube, guys. But as soon as he does, we will follow suit be right behind him. And we are right there. We've I've got I've got four episodes completely finished, uh, end to end. They're, they're, they are what they are. They're, they're episodes that need to be put out that we want, you know, good things that happen when i'll leave yeah. that as a surprise yeah. as they get uploaded and hopefully we'll upload three or four that day and hopefully three or four the following day just bam bam knock some out and hopefully after going for you know that'll be kind of our big reveal party yeah so there's going to be a lot of content coming all at one time yeah and, and after that we have those big two release days moving forward hopefully you know episode if not two a week moving forward because we've got two seasons full of stuff currently in our pocket to use yep and yeah there have been a lot of animals put on the ground yeah. in the past two seasons that you guys have not got to see yet but it's coming and you will yes. get to see it we've got two years or two years of going to strap masters to put out yeah uh, africa hunt that shane went on and god there's there's just so much stuff that we've had happen two seasons of velvet hunting <coughs> that we've had in tennessee there's just so many things that we've got to put out and it's it's going to be yeah awesome. i mean we've got lord knows how many whitetail kills yeah a bunch of whitetail kills some really good footage turkey kills turkey kills, kills. We've got the strut masters footage last year was awesome oh, man it it's, was that's going to be i'm hope <clears throat> honestly our turkey stuff's what's going to be coming right there on, on pretty the soon yeah uh those two release days are going to have a little bit of everything a bear episode involved a deer a couple deer episodes and turkey episodes all right there together they're yeah. kind of be the, the big bang to get it rolling but moving forward uh after those two big release days everything's going to be kind of focused on getting those turkey episodes out as turkey season's going to is right here yeah turkey season's coming i mean you got the southern dates coming in less than a month or something like it yeah so. in march uh yeah. southern florida it's it's time to get down there and get started and in georgia in march you know i think actually me and Melinda's going to hit hit georgia up in march nice and go down for a day or two to a buddy's place so it's it's time yeah turkey season is almost here guys um shed season yeah, is shed fixing season. to have there's people finding sheds all over the country my freaking stubborn deer are not shedding their <laughs> horns yet um 
the, another new thing that happened this year. I was able to get on a lease up in Illinois with a bunch, a great group of guys up there that's had a club up there for 20-some years. Um, fortunate enough to take a really nice buck up there. Unfortunately, we had to move in in a pinch point that was right in his in his bedroom pretty much and where we had to set up we could not take a camera in there there was just no way to film it because i was self-filming and there was just no way to get a camera in there and make it happen without spooking him but got a lot of video of the deer we were chasing we ended up killing a different deer than the one i was chasing the whole season he uh mid 140s buck really nice mass uh tall rack deer just didn't have huge spread on him but a solid five-year-old buck in illinois i mean he was a gorgeous deer and so new lease it really proved to be something else but even up there i don't know i got off got off track there guys sorry i'm reminiscing <laughs> here just a little bit but uh yeah it's all good anyway running reveal cameras up there right now i've still got five cameras up up there and every buck is still holding on to their antlers so i'm going up this weekend uh we're going to go to the nwtf this weekend oh, and yes. then going up to illinois and i was hoping to do some shed hunting but it's not looking like yeah <laughs> unless something drastic happen. happens between here and saturday it's not going to happen so yeah and as far as nwtf as shane mentioned that's for the nwtf convention yep. going on in nashville tennessee yep they hosted at the uh, gaylord opulent resort and they were actually gracious enough to give us two free tickets that we did a giveaway yep uh recently on our social media uh we didn't announce the winner you know just for security reasons basically yeah it's actually somebody that that's involved with the holler hunters quite a bit but that way we don't put their name out there and people's like oh this guy's Rigged. not gonna be home this week and <laughs> we can go rob his house you know one of those situations yeah so just yeah, for yeah. security reasons we didn't announce it you know for his sake but we did have a winner and he him and his wife are going to be there to to enjoy it and we'll get some pictures and stuff of them while we're there but it's going to be a good time we've got a lot of our sponsors going to be there just like last year we've actually got that to put out from last year too so we'll have two nwtf trips to put yep. on youtube as well that's right uh dixie deer classic event to put up dixie deer, dixie deer classics coming up next First month weekend in march so it'll be right here too and we've got some of our sponsors going to be there as well we'll get to go and talk to and show some of their new products all that good stuff yep. so so a lot of stuff happening with the holler hunters right now um but we just wanted to get on here and do kind of a quick recap. Well, I don't know how quick it's going to be, but a recap of our last year turkey season because oh, we'll yeah. start there. Yeah. And then we'll get into deer season because, I mean, we've not been we on here since then. So. And in literally a year. We have a year of stuff to talk about, and I'm sure it'll probably have to be split up a little bit in between. But we'll at least get to hit the high notes today. Yeah, we can hit the high points. And... Who did what, who done what, and, and so forth and so on. Uh, you were actually talking about new people for the show yep uh we've actually got some new people coming for the show we, we've got our main members yep uh which is obviously me and shane matthew mckinney mitch holman bentley holman uh cote ingram yep and that kind of makes up our you know our, our show core group. yeah that's our core group and but that being said we've got a lot of other people that's involved family friends and, and other and other buddies that's a part of this but we've also got other people helping with our editing now yep uh, we've got two or three um there, there's a there's a girl from Roll Mountain that's helping do some stuff, and I've got one other guy who's who's interested. Just got to get him brought on. And yep. That being said, I wanted I wanted to use this to say this: we're always open for footage. Yep. From anybody, anybody around here or anywhere, we'll gladly look at footage, and yeah, if we can use it, we'll put it in the show. 
by yeah. all means we're not and if not we can still use it on our social media yeah I mean, we're, we're not greedy at any, by any means and, and the reason i brought that up is we've had a ton of of input the last couple of weeks from different people all across the appalachian region we've got a couple of boys from kentucky that i've got a, i'm gonna do a little interview with probably this evening uh see you know kind of bring them on as not really part-timers but kind of field staff members so yeah, to speak. yeah yeah uh, kind of bring them on for a, for a year term to see how it works out and if we can use our footage and put it in great yeah and we've op- kind of opened that up to other people as well you know you're yep. interested to film we're this isn't a hired position let's get that out of, i try to get that out of the way first this no, isn't we'll, a big paid gig we no. have we have some decent po- sponsor parks and stuff and all kinds of cool opportunities by all means you know there's always something to go do but but wanted to put that out there that you know you want you film your hunts and can get it you know video it fairly and we can use it we'll happily put it in there we're yeah. not we're not tv hogs at all no, we, we love to see hunts and see other people's hunts so well that's it we like to see people doing what they love in the outdoors and we're doing this for the love of the sport like and it's really nice it's the the biggest thing for me is when you film a hunt and you capture that moment and then i bring the footage to you you're able to cut it up put it on youtube it'll be there forever yeah. It's something that I can always just turn on the TV or turn on my phone or my computer. Yeah. I can relive that moment. And that's worth more than anything to me is just being able to see that moment exactly. and know it's going to be there like pretty much you, forever. I mean, it's there. You'll always have it. And, and a good thing to that is, too, like you can always down. There's always the, the chance YouTube decides to take hunting stuff off. That's always that's been a constant battle last several years. Yeah. Of being monetized, this, that and the other. Uh, whatever the word is I'm looking for there uh censored censored that's it <laughs> by youtube but you can always download it and keep it on a personal file put it on a heart or on a flash drive or something yep. and you'll always have that and that's the, the whole core reason why we started this in the begin with yeah yeah just a way to you know we were filming hunts anyways and <clears throat> wanted wanted to see them put together yeah keep them for our own men- memory's sake well and, and share it with other people that one don't understand hunting or oh yeah Maybe people that hunt, but they've only hunted the Midwest, or they've only hunted the Northeast, or they've only hunted oh, yeah. the Deep South. It It's different. We're totally. hunting a different world here, and I know every place, every situation is different. We just want to share is. what we're doing. Right. It, like you say, everywhere is different. Yep. You go hunt a well, turkey, deer, or whatever in South Florida, it's totally different than it is up here. There's, there's different challenges to, to every aspect of hunting, but we, want, we have the capability to showcase what it's like here, and that's what we want to do. Yeah. And... We had a great following. We still have a great following, but had the little hiatus there, and it's up and rolling, and there's no sign of backing down anytime no, soon. No, no, we're not going to stop. Even if, like I told you, I was like, even if you have to quit, I'm not going to stop filming. Yeah, I've, you're not going to quit. It's just no. It's one of those things where that there's been a lot of things lost and a lot of things happened over this show for it to end i'll put it that way (laughs) (laughs) there have been a lot of changes over the past couple years for you and me both personally and so many things you professionally and i mean i mean professionally and and that's one of the cool things about this is we're getting to follow our timelines yeah i mean we're getting to follow our evolution as people and as deer hunters and just as men in general and our families yeah our families are growing, mine and yours both. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's just it's wild. It's 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 something, it's something fun to see. It really has been a, a fun adventure, and we're not going to stop. No, I mean, there's there's no reason to stop. This is 
it's been a blessing to be able to do this and like porky says hell everything's paid for why would we quit now <laughs> yeah exactly exactly well there ain't there ain't no reason to it's just the fact of keeping it going and making the time for it and, yep and and you will find happened. as time goes on time is a hard thing to come by especially when there's oh, kids around and stuff gosh yeah that's businesses and kids both it's it's yeah. tough to do but we make time for it that's it's, right it's getting bigger and better and that time management's getting better too so so anyway off of the personal stuff let's get into yeah. the hunting I'm about so, to say we've talked about all these things we're getting ready to do and this that and the other let's talk about some stuff that's happened. let's actually get into it how'd your turkey season go last year terrible <laughs> you terrible. guys if you guys have listened to this podcast more than one year you understand that this is a common <laughs> theme for christian <laughs> i always look forward to season this season that yeah. whatever and by the time turkey season's tank. over he's ready to freaking quit he's ready to yeah, quit hunting altogether. That, that's exactly how last year went i just just my turkey hunting recap started off with we didn't go anywhere last year did we south carolina or anything you done strut masters didn't you yeah we done strut masters i we'll guess that's where that. we started we yeah started that's with where masters, it started and that was crazy that was crazy awesome matthew and joe killed a bird i was filming it we had the uh, Lazarus turkey incident, which I won't go into too much detail with because I'm going to wait for one of the other to come get on and explain what happened there, or, or you'll see the episode. Yeah. Um, it's kind of self-explanatory at that point. But anyways, that was a, that was a great, great way to start. And then uh, come up here, went right, in, right into hunting and didn't have much luck. We had our, we hosted our first annual uh, turkey classic event, which yep. is the adult version of our kids hunt kind of. Uh, where hunters go out and kill a bird, bring it, weigh it, we'll score it, and win or cash prize. Yeah. Um, had a great turnout there. That morning uh, was the first day of Tennessee season. Yeah. And uh, I know I wouldn't get to hunt long anyways. I had a bird that I knew was roosted and didn't know if anybody else was hunting it, so I didn't have high hopes anyways. Yeah. Long story short, we'll go into more detail when we have more time in another, another show. I'm sure it'll be brought up. Called the turkey in. Nobody else was hunting it. Got it. Or so I thought got it within 100 yards and neighbor shot it Jeez, two neighbors shot it they shot the world down and killed it was actually two birds together and they killed them no big deal is what it they were on their line they didn't have to call i called for them yeah you just called them and, across them and there it was and then by that time it's time to get up and go to or hammer down to get over here for our uh, turkey event anyways so. yeah and had a guy and, sitting here waiting on you to weigh his bird yeah had one ready to be weighed as soon as it got here and turkey season for me went downhill after that <laughs> i hear you i hear you it was just uh, a lot of a lot of different things happened i had another instance where on a, on public land where a bird got shot out from under me yeah uh again didn't know who this hunter was in the world he done a good job he done his own thing and yeah i wouldn't do that to somebody personally but well i but have been on the other side of that i have been in a situation where i was in there first and i was set up and i'm calling and the turkey's gobbling and yeah. then i hear a hen coming down the road behind me and stop and i look and 150 yards behind me some dudes set up decoys and all that and i mean whenever that happened to me i done the same thing those other guys done to you i just shut up yeah and he called the turkey yeah. right um, across me and i shot it and that's that's different yeah that that's totally more understandable yeah. my situation's a little and, different I, I don't know when they got there or what, yeah. or what else but it, you know just one of those deals i yeah there's different circumstances to, to, to it's for, definitely a touchy situation because yeah. uh like where i was i had to walk by him to get the bird out and i mean of course he knew i was there i shot the bird and jumped up and run because that was back in the days before tss when turkeys used to flop around there's always a chance it'd take off and wouldn't just fall over dead so uh i went over there and got the bird and 
had to walk back by the guy and the guy had some choice words for me and i said look you saw my truck parked you parked right beside me and you walked right into me i was like i'm sorry that i beat you in here but i'm not sorry at all like that's just the way this thing works it's public land you knew i was in here you knew you were going to walk up on me at some point because i mean it's literally a single track logging road going down through there he knew i was there yeah yeah for sure and he was going to try to call the bird around me or something and i don't think that's kind of how that public land deal went he he hired me calling was like hey hired that turkey gobble i'm gonna go in here and get after it and yeah take advantage of it and that's what happened yeah it's um, i never even seen the well i seen him from a distance picking his turkey up yeah that's part of public out, land turkey like, hunting it just whatever you, yeah that's you, how you got to do it go for it well it's it fine. is what it is i mean at the end of the day it's it's turkey yeah and and that being said it may have been i may have done had that same situation been on the other end of it that guy may have been on that turkey earlier and i had no idea just finally got him to got where i could hear him and yeah got to him yeah i had been working him all morning you can't ever tell exactly you know and exactly. so I, I, I left it as it was didn't say nothing went out well you done the best thing on. you just walk out and lick your wounds and go on yep because you start a confrontation everybody there's got firearms it yeah. never ends yeah that's well. not a good idea no <laughs> no it's one of it those things you that. just it's, no it's a it's a burden it's supposed to be fun and that's what and at the end of the day it's what you do it for is to have fun so yeah. that's how turkey season went overall and uh, trying to think of anything else happened i didn't miss any turkeys this year <laughs> thank god <laughs> i never had the opportunity to shoot one so yeah. there's a couple birds i had that was just hard-headed birds i never could do anything with them yeah you know, i tried to hunt them different days and just never got lucky but other than that that was kind of the the gist of turkey season this year i hear you what about yourself do you ever do anything aside from strut masters well we went down to strut masters and it was a freaking washout from the time we got down there um, we were hunting down in kinston where we do the pheasant hunt and it was pouring and we had two different crews down there filming we had me and cote cote was filming for me and then we had samuel who was my partner for strut masters and josh so we had been down there for a couple of days before strut masters just scouting and stuff and luckily this year we didn't have any kids run in there the night before and blow our turkeys out like <laughs> yeah. we did year before yeah that was bad yeah that was bad but we uh <laughs> we told them if they'd stay out of there there would be and we done any well or any any good in the strut masters competition that we'd cut them in so that we bribed them to stay out of there this year that same boy but um we ended up taking ground blinds in because it was raining so hard and it was supposed to be raining the next morning really hard the morning of strutmasters we took ground blinds in and we set them up on both sides of this single field it was kind of to the right of where me and you had set up that one year when we called oh, that yeah. bird for so far we were literally probably 100 yards to the right in that field and we're sitting there and we're not hearing anything because it's pouring rain me and cote right. sitting and we could see samuel and josh across the way and all of a sudden i look to the right and cote's like turkey 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 and so i look and it was a hen and I had a funky chicken Jake decoy yeah. and a hen decoy set up in front of me. And then he's like, oh, crap, bunch of turkeys, bunch of turkeys. They're all gobblers. They're all gobblers. Yeah. There was a group of like eight or ten gobblers come in. And the front one was a pretty good bird. But I was waiting. I could see his spurs. I could tell he was probably a three-year-old bird. And I was looking for one of them big, heavy, long-spurred yeah. turkeys because it was competition. Yeah. So he comes right by us at 20 yards. And I just let him go. And I'm like, nah, let's let that and go, coach. He's like, do what? Because, I mean, he's 10 and a half, 11 inch yeah. beard. And Coach, he's like, what are you doing? I was like, it ain't got long enough spurs. Let's just wait. 
And so all the other birds come, and I've got my binos because I actually took binos with me. They're standing at like 40 yards, and every one of those were smaller than the first one. And I was like, well, we're just going to have to wait. And then they turned and started toward uh, Samuel and Josh. And Cote's like, you're really not going to shoot one of those birds? I was like, dude, the first one was bigger. And he's like, well, where did the first one go? And about that time we heard, whop, 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 whop. And I look around because he had, we only had a certain couple of windows open. And uh, my decoys were kind of further to the left. I couldn't even really see the decoys. And I lean forward, and that first bird is flogging my funky chicken decoy. He's just beating the crap out of him. I was like, well, let's just shoot that first one. He's like, well, where's he at? I said, he's flogging the decoy. Move your camera. So he literally had to lean the camera forward out the window, and then I had to lean around him, and I shot the bird, and it just flopped. I mean, it just hit the ground dead. And so me and him's pumped up, and I hand the gun over to him, but when I shot it, kind of spooked all the other birds away from us. Well, it spooked them away from us and straight across the field to Samuel and Josh. And they seen Josh's decoy, and they walked right over there in front of Samuel and Josh, and they ended up killing two of them. So we killed three birds in yeah. like a four minute, and we were able to film them all from both angles. Yeah. <laughs> it, was the, it was the craziest thing ever. The footage is cool. It's not your typical blown up, yeah, strutting, goblin, because it was pouring rain. Yeah. But it, it was it was a neat hunt. Yeah. We killed three birds right there. Um we ended up chasing birds because we still had one more tag. Cote still yeah. had a tag. And we ended up chasing birds all over the place. Ended up filling his tag that afternoon. He uh, done a sneak on a bird by himself and ended up shooting it with a 410 and killing it. Oh, trouble's just come in. We have a visitor. We have a visitor, guys. But anyway, uh, so we ended up killing four guys, four birds, and then we were late for the weigh-in, so we didn't get to, yeah, didn't even get to put in. the birds in. Yeah, me, Joe, and Matthew was there and put in their two birds. and Which uh, Or they their wouldn't. one bird, rather, because you only get one per team. But, yeah. But then we was like, waiting on y'all, waiting on y'all. By the time y'all got there, we're like, yeah, we done shut weigh-in down. There yeah, we, we missed it by like a minute, which rules are rules. Yeah. I don't expect any kind of special no. treatment or anything like that. And we didn't have one that would have won any money anyway, so it didn't right. matter. But like after that. that, I don't know. I went hunting a time or two. Like you did. Um, yeah. I run into hikers left, right, and sideways. Oh, yeah. And the public land birds this year, because I didn't hunt this farm here. I was letting it lay again, which I feel you like we're to have some friggin' stud turkeys. We got some monsters running around here. We've got some huge turkeys running around. But um, the public land birds, it was just tough. It was tough public land hunting up here this year, yeah. at least on the side of the county that I hunt normally. Yeah. There weren't many birds. I can count on one hand the number of gobbles I heard, and I don't know. Something just turkey populations on this side have suffered to the point. Well, like, I kind of, well, yeah, I kind of feel bad shooting one over there. I mean, they're just not not that many birds around like there used to yeah. be. So that was pretty much the end of my turkey season. I think me and Parker went a time or two. Um, we had some birds gobble at us. We never did have one come in. So she never got a shot on one. Yep. She's still a little upset about that, but. That- that's how it goes. That's turkey hunting. She's not had the best luck turkey hunting, even with the kids' youth days and stuff like that. So, Yep. That's one of those deals. That's, that's part of it, yeah. That was kind of our our take on turkey season this year. Yeah. This past year. and then Some of the other guys had awesome years this yeah, year. I mean, I mean, Matthew and Mitch, they're going to kill their turkeys regardless. Like, Oh, yeah. They're they walk into hard. the wood, the turkey's going to die. They don't stand a chance. That's no. just the way it goes. Oh, no, them. Well, even Sam. Sam tagged out this year. That's right. You know, he killed one He killed one for the turkey event, or the yep. turkey classic. 
and then killed another one. I'm fairly certain. I'm pretty sure he did. Yeah, he did. Um, and he's that was his first year killing turkey. You know, he's yeah. been after it a couple of years. It's <laughs> completely new to it. I mean, just like I was going. I mean, or anybody, just completely new to it. Done a ton of bear hunting, this, that, and the other, and self-taught really, and got in there and finally got it done. Yeah, and he's eat up with it now. Oh yeah, he like loves he it. is he's eat up with turkey hunting now. Going and he loves it. He'll be he hunts about every single morning. That's awesome. That but, is awesome. But yeah, all our guys done good. Coach, he had a good season. He or, yeah, he tagged out. Yeah, he tagged out. Um, trying to think who else done good. We, we didn't had make it to South Carolina this year. I'm so mad at myself. We have one of the most highly turkey populated areas in the For world real. on one south carolina farm and we don't even have time to go hunting i'm telling you if there was any way we'd we'd be crazy not to do the south carolina strut masters they're doing this year it's yeah. large i mean it'd be well i don't think our section of the season is open yet when it really down there i think because we're in that upper game oh, zones yeah. yeah it may not be. and i don't think right. we're open I yet think it, it's march the 7th or 8th yeah see, 7th maybe i, I thought remember. it was the 23rd but oh yeah maybe it is 23rd either way our season i'm pretty sure they moved it back where it don't open until april like right around the same time ours does yeah you might be right because that's what we right. ran into last year was we didn't really have we had the youth day on the same day of the yeah. south carolina opener yeah so we didn't get no choice we didn't and get down there. from the opener it's hard to make time to go yeah down south anywhere but uh I think it's a good, good time for a first break, you think? Yeah, I think we need to take a break. We've got a few distractions floating around here, so we will take a break, <laughs> you guys, and we will be back shortly with the Back 40 Skull Sessions podcast. This segment of the Back 40 Skull Sessions podcast is brought to you by Mountaineer Outfitters, the official outfitters of Appalachian Holler Hunters. Visit them online on Facebook or Instagram, or visit them in person at 65 Haynes Road in Newland, North Carolina. Open 8 to 5 Monday through Friday, 8 to 12 on Saturdays. Stop by and see them today for all your hunting and shooting sport needs. All right, guys, welcome back to the Back 40 Skull Sessions podcast. So that was our turkey season, pretty much in a nutshell. Um, started out with a bang, kind of flurried out after that, but all in all, it was a good year this year. Yeah, it was solid. I mean, we can't complain whatsoever as far as turkey season goes, no. especially with our other guys. For, as a whole, as a team, it was a good. It year. was fantastic. Yeah. It, it's just, it was just as good a year as, as we've ever had. I'd like to so, say... We've got a couple of wild cards in our pocket when it comes to turkey season. So, <laughs> yeah, me and you can yeah. fail and not have no no time to hunt and all that. We're still going to get kills on video with Mitch and Matthew and Cote and those boys. So, But then uh, it moves into the time of year where I'm at my in my element. Moving into the summer and then on into deer season, I got thrown a wild card this year when it comes to deer hunting. <laughs> um, like I said, I got a call in July saying we have an opening in this hunting club and this is a club that i've known about for several years but it's one of those things you never get in somebody basically has to die before you can get into this deal and so i don't know what happened i don't know the story no one died no one died (laughs) let's start that out no one died no no one died in the making of this but something happened someone dropped out either way i was able i got the call and was able to get into this hunting club in illinois yeah so I'm like, all right, I'm in. <clears throat> They're like, well, you don't even know how much it is. I was like, okay, how much is it? Is it? And they told me, I'm like, all right, I'm in. They're like, well, you don't even know how much land. Okay, how much land is it? Right. They're like, it's this. Okay, I'm in. Well, you don't. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't need the details. I know everything I need to know about like, this. I want, I want in. in. Yeah. It's in southern Illinois. It's right across the state line from Kentucky, from western Kentucky. It's in a great spot um, just over the river. It's, it's just a killer spot. It's in a oh, great yes. spot, and it's not – 
places I've hunted in the past in Illinois, it takes 13 hours to get there. This place takes eight. So it's a lot easier accessible and stuff as far as the drive is not near as bad. But the kicker is it's already the end of July, first part of August. They've already went up there. Like by the time I found out for sure that I was in, we're up into August. They've already went and planted the food plots and stuff. Like I am way behind getting into this place. So it sent me scrambling. And the first time I actually laid eyes on the property was the first week of September. I finally got one of the guys um, that who I've known forever. He's a great guy. He finally got time to ride up there with me one weekend. And so we went up on Friday evening, and we basically had Saturday and to look around and kind of get the gist of the property. And then we had to leave Sunday morning to come back home. So I, this is where tools, and like we say, we promote things that we use and that help us be successful. Oh, yeah. Onyx Hunt come in so big for me this season up in Illinois. Like, I can never, I can, and the way this club is, it's, there's ten, nine guys in it, but everybody has their little groups yeah. that they hunt with. And for me, it was me and my buddy John. And he got in it this year for the first time. I got in it this year for the first time. <laughs> Excuse me. And so we... We really teamed up, and it was a team effort between me and him on trying to figure this place out. Because when I went up in September, when I say it looked like they dropped us into a freaking jungle, like all the weeds and stuff, this place was like 600 and some acres, and it's cattle farm. And it's surrounded by big agriculture all the way around. It's the only bedding in the area. I mean, it's a killer spot. You couldn't see anything. Like we rode around on some of the four-wheeler trails. I could barely see the guy I was with in front of me on the four-wheeler. The weeds and stuff were so high, and, like, it's so thick, and it's kind of rough. Like, you think of Midwest being just flat and smooth, and all around it is flat and smooth, but everywhere that's flat and smooth, they've got it planted in corn right. beans. That's why this isn't planted. Right. But, like I said, it's it's the main bedding area, and you get so many deer moving through here, but we couldn't see crap. Like, he's like, there's deer trails here, and there's deer trails there, and, and you couldn't see them. It was just so thick that you couldn't yeah. even see the deer trails. So right. I didn't have a, a clue what I was going into. Got on the four-wheeler that first morning and turned on the tracker on the Onyx app and just let it follow me everywhere because this place is littered yeah. with trails, and it's really easy to get lost in there and – They've got food plots back in back areas and hidden areas and stuff. And it's, it was interesting. All the food plots have, they had to build fences around them because you're inside the cattle pasture, inside the cattle fence. Right. So they had to fence in all the food plots and stuff. So you'd be driving through the middle of nowhere and all of a sudden you hit like a half acre fenced in area and that's a food plot. That's where they've right. got a food plot planted. But so Onyx was huge for us this oh, year. Yes. Being able to see and then as the leaves fell, and the greenery died out and stuff then i got to learn the property a little better and i feel way more comfortable going into next year and that's one of the things i plan on doing this weekend while we're up there is just looking around and seeing where all the deer sign i learned so much up there this year we found food sources that that was the weird thing about this place this one property they're like there are no acorn trees on that property at all wow and we looked and looked and looked and we found a handful of food source trees pin oaks other things that right. not many people know deer will eat but right. they will eat we set up cameras on them and dude Torn it was up. ridiculous the number of pictures that we got in those areas and stuff so we learned a lot about this property this year um 
I was fortunate enough to take a nice buck. It's bow hunting only, which right. is another thing that's really cool about that's this place. A, that's a plus. If it was rifle hunting, I would have tagged out the first trip. Like if <laughs> if you could have had a, uh, I had this one mainframe ten point in front of me. I think five times I got him on video, and he was always 120 to 350 yards. The closest he ever got was right at 100 yards. And I wasn't, even with a crossbow, like the days I carried a crossbow, I wasn't going to send a shot at 100 yards. I'm just not going to do it. But he lived. We nicknamed that deer PG. PG lives to play another day. And that's another inside joke that I can't say on here, especially because uh, my new lady friend wouldn't think that's real funny. She 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 still doesn't think that's real funny. But Anyways. either way, um, PG lives to see another day. We've got some monsters. Like we had a couple deer in Boone and Crockett range yeah. that lived. I've got had pictures of them after season was over. The afternoon that I killed my deer, John was sitting, supposed to be watching another food plot. And he said that he could see the trails going into the food plot like a deer couldn't get into the food plot without walking by him. I shot my deer kind of early, and I'm standing there doing an Instagram live and doing all the things and got a picture from that food plot. There's a 165-inch 10-point standing in the food plot. And I text John. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Shoot that deer. And he's like, I don't see no deer. I'm like, there's a that big 10, there's a 165-inch 10 standing in the food plot right now. He's like, Man, I can't see the food plot. There's a roll in the hill between me and there. He was set up 80 yards from it, but Dang. he set his blind too far away and couldn't see it. And that deer stood there until dark. God. I mean, he was that close. He was mm. that close to being able to seal the deal. So John hunted his butt off up there this year. And he just he wasn't able to close the deal. He had a probably a Boone and Crockett deer at 65 yards. And like if I'd have had my crossbow in that same situation sending it for sure yeah he had a crossbow that wasn't it was not quite as fast and he wasn't comfortable shooting that far so i respect the crap out of him for not trying to make a shot that you are not right. comfortable with especially on a deer that big right i mean that deer was over 170 it was a big deer needless to say the week after he had a new crossbow uh-huh. <laughs> so he went and got him another crossbow that he could shoot further with but um we had an awesome year up there this year we were able to get one really nice deer out of it. Probably the heaviest deer. Even it was heavier than that deer I killed in Canada. Like that deer was probably 270, 280. Oh, yeah. I don't know exactly what it weighed, but it was huge. Body size, five-year-old buck. Tons of deer on camera next year. I'm so excited for next year up there. It's going to be good. It's going to be really good. And we've learned a lot about the property. We've got some new places because when you're dealing with roughly a 1,000 acres, there's no way you can learn that when the season starts October 1st and the first time you put boots on the ground is in September. There's no way you can learn that. And you don't want to no. be walking the place to death in September anyway because you're going to spook the area. You're going to booger it all up. And so we've learned a lot between me and John. We've learned a lot about the property. We've learned where some more core areas where these deer are moving through and kind of how to key in on them. And I'm really excited for the next year or two up there. If these guys are generous enough to let us come hunt yeah. again, like keep us in on the club, and and I think they will be. They're happy with us. Like everything went really good, so it's it's a killer area. So, but yeah, deer season in Illinois went really good this year. I was able to take a really nice buck. Um, that was what end of November when I killed that deer. Yeah, I think so. They get into November. End of November, and then uh, my deer season up here, ups and downs. It started out really good. I've said it on here a million times, my favorite time of year, and 
I don't know that anybody with the Wildlife Resource Commission listens to this, but you're really letting me down moving our deer seasons around because oh, my yeah. favorite season to hunt is that early muzzleloader. And I may be the only person in Western North Carolina that feels this way, but my biggest deer always daylight in that early muzzleloader oh, yeah. season. And a deer that me and Parker had chased all year last year was named Double G2. We seen him five times or four times last year. Got him on camera several times in front of yeah. her hunting. Never got him killed. I saw him at like 15 yards last year and let him walk. I was able to close the deal on that deer this year during that early muzzleloader season. Uh, 143-inch, eight-point. Really solid deer. And I ain't going to cut us off, but I'm going to take just a super, super short, quick break, and I'll be right back. Okay. okay. You want me to keep talking, or you got to... I'm going to have to leave and come right back. Okay. This is this is where we're talking about the whole time deal. Yep, yep. Work time management. is ridiculous, so... All right, guys. I'll be right back Well, we're going to take a break, and we will be back with some more deer stories on the Back 40 Skull Sessions podcast. Man, I was going down the road. Did you see all them turkeys down there at Farmer Johnson's place? Nah, man, I didn't see them. Man, there was at least 20 or 30 of them out there strutting around this morning. Really? Yeah. Well, that's awesome. We need to get on them. Well, that's right, we do, but the thing is, he won't let nobody hunt that place there. Man, that ain't no problem. We can get on the Onyx Hunt app. We can find who owns the properties around them, get permission to go hunt them, and get after them. Really? If I'd have known that, I'd have been on birds all over the county last year. Yeah, man, you can mark waypoints. You can see topo maps, and you can see neighboring parcels, so you can hunt all around him. So if you got that stubborn landowner that won't let you on it, find out who owns the property beside him and go hunt. Well, if that's the case, I'm going to download that thing right now. Download it, man, and get started. This segment of the Back 40 Skull Sessions podcast is brought to you by Realtree, the official camo pattern of the Appalachian Holler Hunters. Be sure and check out Realtree's newest pattern, Realtree Timber, to stay concealed all season long. Get out of the way. All right, guys, we're back with the Back 40 Skull Sessions podcast. Sorry for the abrupt halt right there, but Christian had to report yep. to work for just a little while. Yep, but well, we back. we back. We're back. Got some lunch in your belly. We're good to go. Yeah, yeah, we're happy, <laughs> happy, happy guys. So, yeah. um, But, no, we were talking about the Double G2 buck. Like I said, it was a deer that we had had a pretty pretty good history with. Got one of his sheds from last year, and the video footage from the kill this year is probably some of the best footage i have laid down personally it, it the video quality i bought a new camera this year which my old camera was great my last right. camera was great but this new camera it's it just the footage is beautiful yes. the deer come out into a food plot right behind another buck i was filming another smaller buck when he come out i mean the the footage is just it's awesome you guys i'm so excited yes. for you guys to see it um it's gonna be so good drop the deer in his tracks and then Parker and Dad were with me on the recovery, so we were able to get all that stuff filmed. It was, it was a really good night. Heavy horn, really nice chocolate horn deer. I mean, he's he's gorgeous. He's absolutely beautiful. So, but then after that, um, like I said, we started hunting Illinois pretty heavy and went up there several times. Went up there the first week of November and videoed a nice buck, but never got him in range. And then um, done a little bit of hunting around here. My hunt around here was very limited. Um, had a lot of stuff going on during november and december a lot of new things going on so i didn't have as much time to hunt as i would like to and then toward the end of november we started getting pictures up there of bucks chasing does again and so me and john made a blitz run up there and was able to take that nice deer that 146 inch deer and uh come back and rifle season here i started getting a really nice buck on camera and so i started hunting him pretty hard and he disappeared off camera but that's not out of the ordinary for here i mean especially when they start running does you may get them on camera and you may not um 
so I hunted him the last two weeks of the season. I hunted him pretty hard, and I found out the day after rifle season closed that a kid that lives not too far from here run over him on the highway ah. just from just down the road from yeah, my house, no. probably, I don't know, 500 yards from where I was hunting him. He got run over by a car Dang. a week into deer season, so I was hunting a ghost for two weeks. Yep. But that's the way it goes. Um, so I still took home a tag this year from north carolina did you hear that i did hear that oh i'm not think it'll record it but hopefully, well hopefully. i'm playing with the wires here i need to quit sorry <laughs> but anyway still a good year was able to fill one of my tags from north carolina um was able to fill an illinois tag and that late part of season i don't know where i'm catching just a, just a handful of static right there at the headphone it'll be all right jack somewhere but anyway um I didn't have much to hunt in North Carolina late season this year for the last part of the archery season, so I kind of laid off. We went to South Carolina a couple times. Me and Parker had a phenomenal two days of hunting in South Carolina. She killed a doe one afternoon, and then we went out the next morning and didn't have the camera with us because I didn't fear we'd see anything. We were just going to get everything set up in this blind, and I figured, like, the cameras were saying all the deer were coming in there in the afternoons. Right. We went in there. So I'd already have the sticks set up and the chair set up. And dang, if we ain't sitting there and three bucks come out, none of them were shooters. And then all of a sudden, here comes a nice eight point out. And 210 yards shooting a seven millimeter PRC. And she put it right through the shoulders. And he kicked and ran about 40 yards and fell over. And then a group of does come out. And she's, I was like, shoot you a doe. And she said, Daddy, I'm too tore up. She said, I can't quit shaking. And I was like, well, slide that gun over here. So I shot a doe and dropped her about 10 minutes another group of does come out and i slid the gun back over to her and she shot her another doe so we killed three deer within about a 20 minute stretch there and it was just it's one of those sits that you never are going to be able to remake i mean it was just it was phenomenal it was awesome it was her biggest buck to date he was a pretty he is a pretty eight point for a south carolina deer um deer that we had had on camera for a while run to death his body was down to nothing but all in all it was a good deer season dad killed a nice 10 point up here at the house um and like i said i killed that big eight and then killed that nice deer in illinois so we had a good year this year solid year yeah Super yeah solid just year. just plugging right along doing our thing yeah, you know same old same old yeah still doing good just trying just trying that's all we can do is try that's exactly right what about you how'd your deer season go this year same old same old <laughs> i know it's, it's pretty good you know primarily especially last couple of years been putting most of my focus towards that early season early season hunts mm-hmm. the velvet their tennessee velvet hunt and it was early bow season months and just didn't work out the way i wanted it to um had some good deer early mm-hmm. super early where we where i'd uh, frosted at some of those places before <clears throat> it had a lot of clover and stuff coming in there had turkeys had deer coming quite a bit plus our big and jane stuff we had put out everything was going along pretty well through the through the late spring early summer months but then right around july everything kind of changed it was just before any acorn started hitting yeah you know, well about a month before acorn started hitting really and don't know what changed uh tennessee spots and north carolina spots everything kind of shifted and one the one place to hunt in Tennessee it's kind of a bigger area mm-hmm. and I kind of seen where they were going yeah I have feedback from other people and kind of seen where they were going it actually went on the other side of the ridge and kind of hung out over there they just changed their pattern yeah 
North Carolina side, I don't know. I'm sure it's the same situation. It's changed or pattern. I don't know where they went to. Yeah. I had some deer, but it was straggling stuff. Nothing was ever consistent from not even through the summer months. Normally, you know, you've got something yeah, yeah. coming through the night. Nothing was ever consistent. Uh, there were some young bucks that were consistent. I mean, two-and-a-half-year-old deer, you know, a couple small eights, a couple sixes, stuff like that. Nothing that's great. Mm-hmm. And then when that when the velvet hunt actually come i had one or two it's like these, these are possibilities they've been coming in evenings kind of randomly but uh if i remember right the weather was kind of rough it was kind of first day was okay i think it rained the second and third days yeah i remember it being rough weather during that that velvet hunt so. yeah it just it didn't work out at all it was just rough i think one day was like a tornado like day it was super yeah. windy just didn't have any movement at none of my spots Sorry, I was trying to see if there's a helicopter landing or if the building's shaking. I was, <laughs> yeah, I heard that too. I was like, what is I that? was just making sure it's not feedback in the mic. No, it's yeah. uh, the building shaking for some reason. Yeah, so we're, we're we're the only two who runs this thing, so we're both constantly monitoring for sound. We don't have like a separate sound guy, so we're constantly just making sure sound's right, so nothing's you know off whenever we give it, send it to you guys. So, anyways, yeah. nothing nothing spectacular. I ain't gonna bore it with all those super details, but it, a lot of work same old same old but nothing much come out of it yeah uh, as we moved into actual regular season both season had one or two deer that were decent i had one decent 10 pointer that i was going after my target buck was the uh barbosa buck that mm-hmm. i hunted the last two years it's on north carolina tennessee state line and uh it's back and forth between the two states and uh super tall g2s yeah but just never had any luck with him mm-hmm. just uh nothing was ever consistent there was nothing patternable for me this year whatsoever yeah Yeah. there was no rhyme or reason to why deer did what they did this year yeah that's how it goes but anyways moving on uh got melana on her first deer Mm -hmm. and that was during bow season it was a random day just hey let's go let's go set in the blind i want to go i was like you sure it was a sunday and i was like sure we'll go why not it's like we didn't want to say nothing we had anything especially in the mornings we were going to go before church yeah excuse me and um sure enough here comes this dark chocolate horn <clears throat> eight point beautiful deer popped up out on the edge of a christmas tree field and come right into us both of us nervous didn't have a tripod or nothing else trying to film yeah and y'all will see this video it's it's hilarious rough it made me laugh i was like who videoed this did y'all have trey with you or something <laughs> i was blaming somebody i was like surely our professional photographer did not take this footage yeah so so he's talking about parker and her and how she was excited this is the same situation melinda she'd never shot a deer yeah never really even been deer hunting much i mean aside from what she went a little bit last year and it was just like you'd write it in a book played just out perfectly yeah come right in fed big and jay started something from a limb or something fell behind us don't know what it was yeah and it started to move out so it's like you might go ahead and take a shot and she was so nervous and shaking we have there's like a we've got a platform built for this round blind mm-hmm. uh like a solid platform and there's a two before where we screwed in it to lean up a crossbow gun or whatever we have <clears throat> to keep it from falling through the front of the blind and knocking a blind yeah. off the, the platform. Yeah. She was resting that crossbow up on top of the post and was shaking, and she dropped it on that two before. Like, you know how there's a little metal bar to yeah. bottom the bow to put your foot through? She was yeah. resting it on that two before. She was shaking so hard, it went to boom, pow. That was after the deer was already spooked by the blo- by whatever fell behind us, <clears throat> and I was like, "Easy, easy, 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 just ease back up there." <clears throat> Excuse me. And she did sure enough, and he started to walk out. I was like, "You better take a shot." He's quartering away, perfect angle. Got it stopped. Thought it was a good shot. Never found it. Dang. We we tracked for 
I don't know how many hours it was. It was a long time. We we lost blood right out of you know out of the food plot, and never. I mean, finally found some blood a couple hours later. Yeah, three or four hours later, and then trailed it for two hundred yards. Dang. And just never found it. The only thing we could figure, you know, is it's in that sweet spot. Yeah, it's a little too far back and didn't just get nothing good. Missed the vitals. Yep, and maybe just a little high. Yep, and dang, never found it. And then moving forward, uh, <clears throat> our buddy Kevin come down. Yep, in rifle season, and he was able to get it done finally. That's a good story there. I think we'll probably have him on as a guest one day to talk yeah. about it. And. Uh, how excited was he when he finally oh, was God. able to kill it? Because he's been trying for several years, deer yeah. and bear both. Yeah, since 2019, yeah. 2018, and hadn't had no chance at a buck. Just we just haven't had any, aside from the, the crazy buck store that him and another boy both shot at. But anyways, yeah. uh, he was excited, to say the least. That's it, awesome. It was, that we'd hunted awesome. all week. We'd come down to like two days left, and... Uh, you didn't have a whole long. lot of faith going into that either because no. the weather was bad. Like, things just wasn't shaping up. No. And it was, I remember I talked to you right before then. You're like, Kevin's coming down, but I'm afraid he's wasting his time. And I'm like, well. Yeah, that was. No, that wasn't rifle season. That was still bow season. Mm-hmm. That was the end of bow season before rifle season come yep. in. And nothing nothing was shaping up to work out. Uh, nothing was, Again, nothing was patterned. Nothing was coming consistently. It was like, it's a shot in the dark. We seen a lot of does and stuff when he come in, but wasn't having any luck. No yeah. success. And we just got lucky. Never even, I don't think, we, I think we had two or three pictures of this deer on camera. That's before awesome. this. <clears throat> and just got lucky. Come in, it's pouring the rain. You, you'll be able to see in the video. I mean, it was sheets of rain coming through. Yeah. And he come up, gave him some of that big and J, and that was the end of that. Kevin made a great shot, and, and it was perfect. That's awesome. Good camera work. Everything everything worked out just right for that. Yeah. And uh, we got it to taxidermy, taxidermist for him, and he'll be back down to pick that sucker up as soon as it's ready, I'm sure. Nice. But, yeah. But uh, <clears throat> moving on from that, <clears throat> the only great thing that happened on my end of deer season was the buck I'd shot at. Uh, did get a shot at a buck in rifle season, and it was, again, one of those situations. It was later stages of, of rifle season and everything any kind of action i had was very last light like yeah the last five minutes of light where it's super hard to see anyways well especially if you're trying to run a camera it's dang near impossible it's all but impossible yeah there was at least three times that i just didn't take a shot because i didn't have anything on camera it yeah. was just too dark for the camera i could kind of see enough that i could took the shot but yeah you couldn't see anything on camera and at that point it's like it's not worth it so anyways finally had an opportunity where kind of see it on camera you could tell enough what was going on, and this buck was come down running. And it, it is another situation where I was tore up. Yeah. He come in, blah, 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 run. I mean, this whole herd of does come running down towards me first. I yeah. missed that part. Come flying towards me down this bank. And I was like, oh, it's about to get real. And yeah. here he come behind. I, I, it was that situation where I didn't know what buck it was, where it was getting dark. I just, I just knew he had a tall rack. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I mean, I didn't take a shot that was probably no more than... 70 yards 60 yeah. yards maybe and he hit the he hit the dirt that's all there was to it it's like yes it's all, got all that on video got the reaction on video it's like i'm gonna go get milena she's got the truck we'll we'll come back here and get pictures of him and load him up yeah <laughs> no went and got the truck pulled back to the field there ain't no deer in the field holy cow he got up and left there and never did find him another situation another deer that we lost uh neighbors come and helped and we searched for Look, in hindsight, we should have got a dog first, but <clears throat> we searched for about three hours. Then Sam brought a, a deer dog that he had, 
and hunted with it for an hour and a half or so and didn't find it. I went back Dang. the next morning in daylight and looked, never found nothing. Watched for buzzards the next couple of days and just never found nothing. Did I you ever get any part. more pictures of that deer? Or? I got pictures actually a couple of weeks or like a week or so later. I heard from somebody else that they had pictures of it. I was like, there ain't no way. Yeah. And at this time, I didn't have my reveal sent into my phone. I just had it on uh, like check where you can check the card. Yeah, just like save regular battery camera. life. And uh, <clears throat> went and pulled the card, and sure enough, there he was carrying that shoulder. Dang. He just broke his shoulder or whatever, and he's been carrying it. <clears throat> now, I don't know if that's going to continue or not, because I was talking with somebody in Rome Mountain. The hunt's right on the state line. Yeah. And they were like, um, so-and-so killed that buck. said, uh, he was carrying it shoulder, and he shot it. Very, yeah. like, last day of rifle season. And they showed me a picture, and it really didn't look like the same deer. It yeah. wasn't a good picture. It was a really rough, blurry cell phone picture. But that story may or may not be over by yeah. the deer. Yeah. I mean, if it, it, if it wasn't killed by somebody else, and it was to survive, which I don't know that it will, it'd be really hard for it, I think. Yeah. It may not be over with that one. but It may surprise you. These deer are a lot tougher than people give them credit for. Um, oh, yeah. I had a deer back on camera this year that I had shot last year with a muzzleloader and solid hit right through the shoulders and he carried it. We tracked him for probably 300 yards before we lost blood on him. And then the last <coughs> week of deer season, a neighbor shot him with a crossbow. Said he shot him right through the lungs. Obviously, he didn't because he carried that shot. Yeah. And then the next, like, three days was zero degree temperatures and that deer survived. Wow. And we had him on camera again this year. My God. I mean, I told Dad, I was like, I'm not so sure we want to shoot that deer. And he yeah. said, why? Well, I said, that might be a damn Terminator. <laughs> like, we'll shoot that and then open him up and he'll be a robot inside of it. Uh-huh. That might be a government spy or some kind of crap like that. <laughs> yeah. It, I, I, you're right. I mean, it's it's crazy. I was surprised to know that that deer survived as long, you know, as yeah. long as it did before somebody re- supposedly killed it. Yeah. Because um, I mean, we'll show it in a video because I have those pictures on the trail camera. But it it was wadded up. Like, it, it didn't look... Not like it was in a car wreck, but, I mean, you could tell that that yeah. shot done some damage. I don't, I really don't know how it didn't kill it. I it's really crazy. Because, I mean, it hit the dirt and done its thing and wallered, and that was it. Quit moving. I mean, looking back, I wish I'd have put a second shot in it. But, yeah. I mean, you, when, you, when you think an animal's, you know. And you didn't walk up to him. You just walked out. Yeah. That's why you always got to go Dumb check mistake. him. Yep, got to go check Big him. Big mistake. So, another lesson learned lesson learned <laughs> and uh everybody can, that can follows us gets to walk through your learning process yeah and it's been that since we started so <laughs> i was talking to a fellow the other day talking about the whole crab situation and how that how that come about yeah that was the funny next thing ever but anyways deer season was fun <clears throat> i mean it was still a lot of hours put in any time spent in the woods is a good time. Absolutely, so. absolutely. And the, the rest of the team seemed like they had a good year. Matthew and Stella had oh, a man. phenomenal Stella year. put a whooping on them. She killed, yep. it was his later stages of rifle season, killed an awesome buck. And then turned around the very next day and killed an even bigger one. Yep. I mean, and that deer, the deer, she, that one deer was one she'd been chasing for the last two or three years. You know, we've got videos on, on the holler hunters of her chasing that deer. Yep. Uh, and I haven't talked to matthew about this but they were hunting a deer that was bigger than both of the ones she killed and Mm -hmm. he got killed chasing a doe during rifle season yep it just shows you during the rut these deer are crazy oh yeah and this old boy that killed this deer was out bailing christmas trees with his crew it was rifle season yep and look up and that deer is running does around the field and he gets a gun out of the truck and goes up there and shoots like four or five times he emptied the gun 
oh my God. and missed every time. Went back to the truck, got a different gun out, and emptied it and finally hit the deer on the last shot. Oh, my God. And it was a 160-some-inch 10-point. I mean, an absolute giant. I don't know if oh you'd seen God. pictures of that no. deer, had you? No, I ain't seen pictures of that one. I mean, phenomenal deer. Huge I, deer. I, I do have a, a good miss story, speaking of deer season. I didn't miss didn't miss any deer. Uh, it's like the very last day or couple days of Tennessee, uh, Tennessee's gun season. And I was just watching from the front porch, and there was a ton of deer in the field in front of the house. Yeah. There was actually a buck or two out there. And I wasn't going to, I ain't going to make no shot from the house or anything like that. No. And, but, here come, I seen a deer start running. I was like, what's going on? Guess what was behind them? Cody's. Ooh. And it was still 30 minutes till dark. Yeah. So I flew and got my rifle and went out there and propped up on the fence and took a shot of the coyote missed they didn't they just stopped they did it was far enough away it's like 250 yards and uh oh my god that's a big deer yeah 160 inch 10 point that's a big deer holy cow that's a big deer shane just showed me the picture of the, the, the deer that was killed he's just talking about that is a stud and everybody in that area and i've heard like i said i haven't talked to Stella matthew but i have heard they had it on camera a lot and everybody else in that area that hunts around them had it on camera and then the old boy that killed it, he he hunts, but he don't hunt hard. He's like I say he's a tree farmer. <coughs> Excuse me, and it, he was actually laughing about it. He's like, yeah, he said I made a lot of people mad when I killed that deer because there's a lot of people really really trying for that deer. And he said I just happened to be out in the field belling trees with my guys. God. But when it's your time, it's your time, and when it's yep. that deer's time to die, it's that deer's time to die. It's just the way I mean, it goes. Yeah, it's how it goes. So, but, it's a big old deer. Yeah, it's a big uh, deer. But yeah, that was my missed story for the year. Oh, I forgot the part, the best part of that. Uh, I thought to myself, like, why in God's name did I miss? Like, there's no, like, that gun sighted in. Yeah. I sat there and really thought about it. I was like, you know what? I'm an idiot. That was like 250 yards, and I was still aiming at the <laughs> regular hash mark. It was set up for like 100 yards. Yeah. And I was like, idiot. No wonder you didn't hit it. I was just one of those in the moment, like, saying, yeah. trying to hurry and get on them. It's, you really one. have to focus like on all your oh, steps, yeah. especially when you're shooting those further shots. Yeah, and I did not. You did not. Learned. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the thing about it is, <clears throat> like we were talking about going through and <clears throat> this learning process. Yep. Always learning something. So. Yep. <clears throat> I'm yep. currently learning that if I don't have some type of mint or something in my mouth, I'm going to choke to death. I'm going to choke to so. death during a podcast. <laughs> well, and there may be the loudest person in the world in the office in there. I can hear him as well as I oh can boy. hear us. I don't know yeah. who it is, but... I don't know if you can hear it on a podcast, but we can hear it good through these, yeah, these headphones. through these so. headphones. I can hear him really well. Um, well, but, I guess where does... <clears throat> I guess that would lead us really into... Well, you're talking about everybody else and on the holler hunters. Yeah. Uh, another guy that had an awesome year is Cote. Yeah. You know, he'd killed two great... Or Was they both Tennessee public land bucks? North Carolina public North land Carolina bucks. North Carolina public land bucks. And they were stellar bucks. Nice deer. Did not get either one of them on camera. Not a one. But he was so far in, I don't blame him. I mean, yeah. You, it's all. like he, he was, said. You, you, when you're kind of... Not spot and stalk, but in a sense running gun yeah sneak hunting land, pretty much you, yeah it's you're lucky just to get a shot yeah much less run a camera and get a shot so like he said unless you've got a camera guy with you it's just rough. it's hard to do very hard to do and unless um, you have one that's 120 pounds <clears throat> yeah and can run 100 mile an hour it's gonna be tough to keep up with him too yeah yeah hell it, it's hard to keep up cote with a drone mm-hmm. i mean yeah he, so. he fly up through there but um Bentley had a good year this year. He killed a couple nice deer. Yeah, he killed he killed a couple good deer too. Yeah. You know, uh, I don't think 
I don't think Mitch killed one this year. I don't know I don't if Mitch think. killed a deer or not this year. Like I said, uh, I hadn't got We either one have got to talk to Mitch a whole, whole lot. <clears throat> I know he's been crazy busy with work. Yeah. yeah. Where he's a, uh, he's a con- general contractor? Yeah, he's a general contractor. Uh, yeah, he stays super busy. Well, Matthew, too. Matthew stays super busy. Yep. And, but he has a good year overall for the hunter, holler hunters. Yeah. Done some bear hunting stuff. We'll save that for later. But Yeah, the bear hunter guys seem like they had a good year this yeah, year. A lot of bear. Year. A lot of bear killed this year, so. Yeah, so we don't have as much video from this season just being so busy, but we have enough over the last two years that yeah. it'll suffice. Yeah, we, it'll we're work. not going to have any shortage by no means. Um, trying to think what else we want to hit on this kind of recap update. Well, we need to talk about what's coming down the pipeline here pretty quick with the turkey hunts. Oh, boy, that is something we need to talk about. Yep. We've we've got our kids' day coming up, April the 6th. Uh and then we have our second annual Turkey Classic on April the 13th. Both of these events will be at the Avery Community Center, or the Fairgrounds, yep. 661 Vale Road, Newland, North Carolina. And it is lining up to be two stellar days yeah. of, of fun. Yeah, it's um, going to be a lot of fun, guys. Even if you're not entered into these events, <clears throat> we have a lot going on, especially for the second one. Yeah. It's going to be more like a festival than it is oh, a turkey competition. Yes. It's basically a festival where the weigh-in area is. Yep. Um, yeah, they're... Go over everything. Just, yeah, there, there's, just, there's, there's just so much. And if you happen to go on our social media or our website, AppalachianHollerHunters.com, you can see a lot of information there. Uh, kids Day, we try to make it all about the kids. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a turkey weigh-in station, you know, first and foremost. It's, it's, yep. it's a day meant for kids to go out and hunt that morning with their parent or guardian. Or if they don't have a parent or guardian that hunts or has hunting knowledge, we have mentors set aside uh, to take them and their parent or guardian with, or, you know, that morning to at least get the turkey hunting experience. Yeah. That's that's kind of first and foremost what the day's about. But we have a whole day full of other stuff. Where the weigh-in station is up, up at the Ag Center <coughs> there in Newland, we've got inflatables. We've got a ton of games going on easter like egg hunt easter egg hunt a bb gun shoot uh nwtf's coming to help put that together this year yep. um <clears throat> all kinds of just little games and stuff we're gonna have a coloring contest there, there's just a ton of stuff like that plus we've got live music a uh, local group boone and church is going to be playing that day so is a, a band out of greenville tennessee that i do do some work with uh smith creek there yep. it's a it's a guy and a girl there or they're married <clears throat> and they do a phenomenal job yep <clears throat> still choking still choking today. but anyways um it's, it's just a day full of fun it's just yep. uh, i'm trying to, i feel like i missed something we're, we've got we're gonna have some vendors there for the kids day not many yeah uh, like there's gonna be an ice cream truck that yep. day uh cotton candy and kettle corn concessions <clears throat> sorry guys business phone nope you're good and uh something else is going to be there that day I'm trying to think right off uh we'll have horseshoes set up because going back to that turkey classic the following saturday the adult version of that it is more of a festival we're yep. having again it's same same setup primarily first and foremost it's it's for the turkey hunt yeah adults go out and hunt that morning weigh their turkeys in biggest one wins a cash prize of two thousand dollars yeah that's a big payout a big payout you know, and I think we've grabbed attention of quite a few people. Yeah. You know, and, and everything. And the reason this this event is held is to raise money for the kids' day. Yep. That was what we done it for. And but like we say, it's really more of a festival. It's open to the public. Yep. Just because you don't hunt, don't mean you can't come. Yep. We've got. We're definitely going to have more than fifty vendors. We're probably looking at a hundred. Yeah. Day of probably. Yeah. This place is going to be full. There's vendors everywhere. We've got three bands coming. We've got 
Four bands coming. Four. Four bands coming now. We've got food trucks. How many food trucks you got coming? Thirteen. Thirteen food trucks. Thirteen truck. food trucks. Um, and it's something different for each one. Yeah. Nothing, nothing alike. Like we've got a peach truck. We've got a, <clears throat> a taco truck. Yep. This, that, and the other pretzel truck, ice cream truck. Is so the forth, donut so. guy coming? Mm-mm. No. Nuh-uh. He had something else going that weekend, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, there, there was something else going on okay. that weekend. But we we got plenty of desserts. Though. Yeah, there's a ton of stuff. And then for anybody that wants to get into something competitive that's not turkey hunting, we're having a horseshoe tournament. Yes. And the horseshoe tournament has a $500 payout. Yep, for first place. For first place. And that's if we have 16 teams. If we have more than 16 teams sign up, we will up that prize. Yep. So it's... And it, that being said, it's twenty five dollars per person or fifty dollars a team. If you want to do it singly, we can pair you with other singles and make a team for you, or you can find somebody and have your own team. It don't really matter. Yep. Uh, and uh, we're going we're going to live stream it, and that's really not as much for the fact of being able to watch it from home because we want everybody to come out and watch it. Yeah. But that way, people that's playing, you know, they can go back and watch it too. Yeah. Uh, and go over the times when all this stuff starts. I've got to pull up my. I gotta pull up the flyer. Give you just a second. <laughs> Should have opened the door. For real. But anyway, guys, it's yeah. gonna be a day full of fun. We really hope everybody will come. If you come to watch the music, watch the bands, bring a chair. Bring a chair. Bring a fold out chair. That's one thing that w- there may be some limited seating, but it's gonna be extremely limited. And bring you a fold out chair. Bring the family, bring the kids. Hopefully, we'll have great weather. I'm um, it's happening, regardless of it's, weather, or whatever. It's, it's happening. Going down. Yep. If we if the only re- we have the option to move our bands inside. Yep. If it does rain for either day, for kids' day or the adult day, we have the option to put put our bands inside. Yep. And we can fit a bunch of people inside too. Um, but that's only if it's a torrential downpour, really. I yeah. Mean, it's, and it's, then going on alongside of that, the fairs. Chili cook-off oh, yes. is happening in that same, that same time, same place. Yep. Avery A&H Fair hosts a chili cook-off once a year to act as a fundraiser for the fair. Yep. For the fair itself. And uh, they're going to come set up, and that'll be their day. Yep. Excuse me. We um, will be raffling off some guns. Um, we've got other guys going to be raffling off stuff. So there's going to be a lot to do for there's everybody. There's so much to do. There, there's really more than – it's easy to get easy to get sidetracked and ramble on about it just because there is so much stuff that's going to be going on that day. Uh, anybody that's familiar with the woolly the woolly worm festival that happens here, it's kind of more set up like that to an extent, just because there is so many things to do. Uh, there is a dollar admission for anybody that comes. Sixteen and under is free, of course. Uh, but seventeen and up, it's a dollar to get in. Yeah. And, and again, that's just to help cover the cost of everything in order to well to cover the cost of renting the fairgrounds and the paying the bands and yeah, everything. It, it does cost stuff. money. I mean, if you want to get down to the nitty gritty of it, <clears throat> it costs somewhere along the lines of ten thousand dollars plus to do these two events. Yeah. I mean, just that it's everything costs money. No yep. matter what you do, it's expensive. Yeah. And and we have been very fortunate. We have got the support of a ton of local businesses, and they're. They've been buying sponsorships, and they've been donating, doing all kinds of yeah, stuff for us. So it, we've been very fortunate, and we're very thankful to all the businesses that are helping sponsor us and putting this on for us. So thankful for all those guys. And, and we're, we're going to list those off in, a, in an upcoming podcast and, and give them the love that they deserve. Yeah. Because, uh, again, without – and it's like I tell them, any, any sponsor we've talked to and then they've decided to help or donate, I'm, I'm sure to tell them, you know, like if it wasn't for y'all, we wouldn't be able to do this. 
there we don't have enough money individually to, to no. pull anything like this off no and like i say the second one is to make sure that the first one keeps happening we want to yep. keep those kids involved in the outdoors and hunting and the second one is going to be a lot of fun the lot. adult competition is going to be a lot of fun and hopefully we'll be able to raise money to do more things for the kids next year but that's yeah. the main focus is keep the kids turkey day going yeah, no matter whatever it takes, we want to keep that kids' day going. Yeah, for keep, sure. And we want to keep growing it, keep getting it bigger and better. You know, yeah. uh, people's kind of labeled the Pirate Classic a competitor. I don't see that whatsoever. Uh, if you if y'all have listened to the podcast before, or seen the show, you know we go to Strut Masters every year. Yeah. And the reason they Strut Masters exists is because of their kids' day that they host down at the coast, North Carolina, called called the Pirate Classic. Yeah. They get three, four hundred kids involved that day and take them out hunting. And, yeah. And it, it's just a huge day for kids down in that area and again it's not a competitive thing whatsoever and well, that's talked something to that's john not, and miles it's over they're the same way like we're all in this for the same goals yeah and that's to get kids involved in outdoors and in turkey hunting. well and it's so far down there to the pirate classic from this area it's not really doable for kids right. in our area to be able to compete in something like that so we wanted right. to do something where the local kids could get in and get on board and compete and stuff and right it was it's it's odd how it come about because yeah. I mean we had planned on doing this before we ever knew anything about the Turkey Classic. Yeah, we didn't even know it existed. We put everything together and kind of laid out the ground rules of how we thought it should go. And yeah. ironically enough, <laughs> turns out they do the same thing. Yeah, almost identically the same way to an extent, almost the same way. And they have been a great resource for us. Gosh, yeah, they have. They have been They've awesome. They've been a huge but... help to us. And you know, anytime and anything, you know, information wise or whatever, they're, yeah. they're there to help us. Uh, and like I say, in, in return, we always try to make it down to the strap, make it down to strap masters. Yeah. That being said, we uh, unfortunately we had to schedule our our turkey classic event same day as strap masters. Only yeah. reason being, and that's because it is opening day for North Carolina and Tennessee seasons this year. Yep. So yep. We had to adjust. We had to take to advantage it. of it. Yeah. And and we're still sending a few guys down to strap masters. Yeah. I was about to say we're not leaving strap masters out. We're still yep. going to have a couple of holly hunters down there competing in that. Yeah. We don't want to miss that miss out on that. No. And like I say, if we can work it up, we'd love to compete in strap masters south carolina version the third one too yeah but uh but yeah it's gonna be two awesome days yeah. full of fun and guys registration is open it's something we can't hunters emphasize have enough you have to be pre-registered to in hunt. order in order to weigh in a bird right you can't come weigh in a bird you can't wait until you kill a bird and then come in and say i want to pay my registration and weigh my bird if you're not pre-registered you cannot weigh a bird you will not yep. be eligible to win the money yep so i know everybody wants to wait and see if it's a guaranteed thing or something that those don't exist in life no. bet on yourself bet on your situation go right. ahead and pre-register and like i said for the kids get the kids registered we're doing yeah. registration online we're doing it here at mountain air outfitters chad's doing it down at elk river supply doing it at the avery journal office where i work too yeah so they're like, doing it up at the avery journal office so get in it's it's 15 dollars for kids but you're getting your money's worth we're not making any money off of it it's just to cover everything that covers yeah. the kids lunch that day covers all the prizes every kid that's going to show up is going to leave with something absolutely aside from the great you know fun and memories they're going to have they're going to leave with some something that yeah. day and uh Again, free lunch. Each kid that gets signed up also gets a free Turkeys for Tomorrow junior membership as well. Yep. And there's a whole, if you go online, there's a whole list of things they receive with that as well. Yep. Uh, what else am I forgetting with that? Grand prize again this year is going to be trophies. We're going to have the top bird full body mounted for them, however they want it sponsored done. Sponsored by Mountaineer Outfitters. Yep, sponsored <laughs> by Mountaineer Outfitters. Um, it's just, 
it's an awesome time. It's it's so good. We've it's I put it this way, like it it ain't about I don't know the best way to put it. It ain't for the fame and, and glory of it. I promise you. But there is no better feeling than seeing the smiles yes. on these kids' faces when they win something or get to be a part of something yep. like this. They're gonna we're gonna have a calling competition. Oh yeah, at the way in that day. That has become a very very fun event for all the kids. Like oh, yeah. it's there's a couple of kids there, mine included. Oh, yeah. That there's a a little bit of rivalry going yeah. on there. Her, her, and her and Bentley and uh, Ryder. Ryder. They've hit top three every year, yeah. and somebody else is going to have to move into that spot because Parker's not going to be there this year. So yeah, she is good. mad, too. Dude, she's <laughs> like, can we not do mine over FaceTime or something? And I was like, no, you can't compete in a competition over FaceTime. But, oh, yeah, she God. is. she's pissed that we're going to miss it this year. But, guys, get, get signed up. Get your kids signed up, and then get signed up for the adult competition. We're yep. paying out top three prizes. 2000 for first, 1000 for second, 500 for third. It's $50 to sign up. It's yep. not teams this year. It's individual. Yep. That way everybody gets to weigh in a bird. Last year, the way we done it with teams, only one <coughs> bird gets you know one bird can be scored, and yep. that kind of took away from the hunter that killed the smaller one. At least this way, if you kill a bird, it's going to be scored. Yep. And well, and that way you don't shot. have anybody arguing over prize money and no, one thing and another. Exactly. It was a kind of a thing there. last year, and yep, there's no reason to be upset and mad and, and no getting irritated. That way, if you win, it's yours. Yep, and, you know, and however you do, that's up to you. That's right. You can give it to whoever you want to, but that's right. It's going to yep. be good. We're we're super excited about it. Super excited about that. Super excited about the episodes coming out finally. And it's yes, I'm so together. excited for the episodes to come out. Everybody finally. is. I, th- I was talking to I somewhere yesterday, and somebody was like, "Where are the episodes coming out?" February twenty eighth, baby. We've got it's a date, going. guys. A date. Uh, we've been we've been saying it's coming for a year and a half. Yep. But we finally got a date, so let's hold him to it. We still have to whip his leg with that fishing stick. Nah, pass. No, 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 no. We can pull that episode back up. Like I said, these go on for all eternity. <laughs> yeah, that being said, our podcast is available. Spotify, Apple, Google, about, just about anywhere you get. You yep. have a major podcast platform. Anywhere you can find podcasts, <clears throat> you should be able to find us running our mouth. Yep. All right, guys. Well, that's pretty much going to do that. Do it for us today. You want to go through these sponsors? Go ahead. We got a whole list of sponsors for the show this year that we need to thank. Um, I'm just going to run through them real fast. As has been the case since we started Real Tree, we are very thankful to those oh, guys. Yes. We are very appreciative to those guys. Maybe have some guys coming for the turkey class. I'm not sure yet. We're, work, sure. we're working on some stuff. There might be some yeah, people. It, once we, I mean, we've kind of got confirmation, but once we talk to these guys at Nashville and get everything squared away, we'll make an announcement. Yeah, we're going to have some special guests show to this turkey classic. There'll be some pro, quote-unquote, pro hunters. Coming TV hunters. TV hunters. I ain't pro hunters. TV hunters. Of course, well, we're not really TV hunters. We're mm. YouTube hunters. I mean, technically, if you watch YouTube on your TV... Some of us are YouTube killers, and <laughs> some of us are just YouTube hunters. Yeah, there's that, I guess. Yeah, it's like I told Chris. Way. It's like since the beginning of time, <laughs> there have been hunters and there have been gatherers. Somebody's got to pick the berries. So, right. I was giving him crap. But anyway, Anyways. back to the sponsors, guys. we got Realtree, Big and J Attractants, Onyx Hunt and Off-Road, Slick Trick Broadheads, Verdict Ammunition, Rhino Blinds and Tree Stands, Thermosel, Outdoor Edge, Mountaineer Outfitters, Reveal Trail Cameras, Tow River Game Calls, Scent Crusher, Elk River Supply, and Wicked Tree, Tree 
year. I don't know why I'm struggling with that one so bad it's today. It's twice. <laughs> I've got some cool stuff. Have you used any of their stuff yet? I've not got to use any of their stuff yet. They've got it's it. <clears throat> just a little plug for that. <clears throat> That's about the only thing on that list that I haven't used something from them. Uh, I've used some of their stuff for it. It's good. It's it's just for land maintenance stuff. Yeah, like saws and stuff to clear shooting lanes. Okay, you know pruners. You know just just basic tools you could use for yeah. hunting. Yeah, and they've got an awesome line of stuff. That is awesome. We like to partner with people that have good quality stuff, guys. We don't try to ever partner with anybody that we don't personally use their stuff and like yep. their stuff we're working on some new stuff with some seed companies and some other stuff going on so we're going to keep plugging away keep adding stuff as we can yep. so and and hopefully that'll be beneficial you know what's the word beneficial be to us beneficial not just to us but to our viewers too you know the, yeah. a lot of our com- sponsors we're working with have some cool discount codes and cool promotional things they're going to let us do this year so yeah it's going to be good yep it'll be good um Guys, as always, thank you for listening. Thank you to all the local businesses, again, that are helping us with the Turkey Classic and with the Kids Day. Um, If you can do us a favor, wherever you're listening to this podcast, go on, like, share, uh, hit that subscribe button, go to the YouTube channel, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, Anything we can do to help get the word out and to keep this thing growing, we're back on a regular schedule, so hopefully we just keep plugging away with this thing and... Just help us grow, guys. Help us grow the brand. We're going to keep plugging away and keep videoing and stuff. So let's yep. try to get it shared with as many people as possible. That's right. We got some awesome uh, guests to be on the podcast coming up too. So yep. be ready for it. Yep. Podcast will be back up and rolling regular schedule. The YouTube show will be slightly behind it. So as always, guys, thank you for listening to the Back 40 Skull Sessions podcast. Thank you, all